Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. We don't know how this domestic argument began, but police in Escambia County, Florida, have figured out how it ended. The victim in the case told police she was sitting in a car with her current boyfriend when 33-year-old Gerald Jenkins approached the vehicle and began arguing with her. It's quite possible he may have been an ex, because when it escalated to violence, there was apparently enough of a history between them so that he knew the one thing to do that it would immediately get a response. He slapped her with a bowl of chili. <laughs> no word on whether or not it was chili with beans. Of all the things to do, Cliff, slapping someone with chili yeah. is kind of yeah. out there. Well, Cliff, yeah. new studies out that says 14% of all grocery store sausages contain meats that aren't on the nutrition labels. Now, I think the story here, Cliff, yeah. is that scientists actually think that if you're eating a sausage, you really care what's inside that thing. <laughs> Have you ever grabbed a package of sausage and went, oh my, there's way too much sodium in that? Have you? Oh, yeah, I do that all the time. Do you really? Yeah, because I have high blood pressure, and sodium is one of the things that causes high blood pressure. Now, if you ask me if I picked up a package of sausage and I'm concerned about whether there are, you know, beef parts mixed in with my sausage parts, probably, yeah. I've never even looked at it. I didn't even know they had a label on a sausage that told you what was in the thing. I mean, I really don't want to know. I just don't want to know. I just know it tastes good. I mean, it's like they just combine everything, and it's like, you know, a, yeah. they got a magical mixer at their uh, store. Well, pretty well they do, yeah. Whatever they can just pick up off the floor and throw in. I don't care. <laughs> I'm a sausage guy. I'm telling you that right now. Well, we can all be. Cliff, mm-hmm. I sat here a little bit stunned this morning. Yeah. I just spent five minutes in the men's room <laughs> trying to yeah. get the toilet paper to roll straight <laughs> off of the paper. Like the roll. Yes. It was crooked. It was crooked, and it was driving me nuts. And I'd roll a little, and I'd roll it back on, and I'd roll it back off, <laughs> and finally figured out and that... Pretty soon, five minutes has gone by, and you're... <laughs> Fiddling with the toilet paper. Yes, while it's you're crooked. Yes, I'm hammering out a newscast over here. Yes, and you're sitting in the ba- the bathroom fiddling with the toilet paper. Yes, and then finally it dawned on me. Yeah. Oh, it's crooked because the little tube's bent. <laughs> you know, you probably should read the labeling on that medication you're taking. I think you're right. Instead of just grabbing them when you feel like it, I think it's starting to have effects on oh, me. Oh, you think? I, well. <laughs> This story will provide the answer to the question, what's better at raising children than parents from Florida? Both Okaloosa County Sheriff deputies and the Florida Highway Patrol called to the scene Saturday morning after two children, both under the age of six, wandered off from their backyard where they had been playing with friends. Through the woods and on they went, as later one of the girls said she was just trying to chase a rainbow which is something you might think an adventurous and inventive child might try to go find. Unfortunately, the rainbow ran straight through 
a nearby interstate highway. As soon as the foster father learned of the children's disappearance, he began efforts to find them that included the aid of his own teenage kids, but still no sign of the little ones until police got multiple calls from 911 by motorists who were passing by on Interstate 10. It turns out the kids had crawled through the woods and were now standing alongside of the interstate and trying to continue across. Fortunately, when they wandered off, Two great Pyrenees shepherd dogs followed them, and witnesses say whenever the two kids tried to step out into danger, the two dogs corralled them and pushed them back against the guardrail. So yay, dogs. <laughs> you haven't boo on people for not stopping. <laughs> well, that's true. I mean, you couldn't stop and say, hey, whoa, this, this doesn't this appear been... correct. <laughs> I mean, driving by and calling's okay. Yeah. But I would think you would... I think some people did stop. The picture I saw from the scene, there were several people who okay. had stopped. All right, well. But the dogs were the real heroes of the story. Okay, yay dogs. <laughs> I'm in your corner. Here's Montgomery Gentry. Go take a cold pill or something. Uh, I oh, wish geez. I could take a whole bunch of them. <laughs> I have taken a bunch of them. Cliff, you had a yay dog story. Yeah. How about a yay powerlifting story? Okay. How about that? Okay. Did you hear about the power lifter in Michigan? I did not. Lifted a two-ton SUV off of a man and saved his life. Wow. Yes. That's pretty cool. Saw what had happened. Yeah. Reached over, lifted that up, and got the guy out from underneath there. Wow. Now, that's mm -hmm. impressive. Definitely. If you're relying on me yeah. in the same circumstances, yeah. you'd better hope that you don't get pinned to the ground by anything bigger than, let's say, a golf cart, <laughs> a grocery cart. I was going to go with potato chip bag. Well, <laughs> an empty grocery cart. An empty if you get pinned to the ground <laughs> under an empty grocery cart. You can save your life. I'm the guy to call, Cliff. Right. If I ever, like, you know, in a parking lot and I see somebody. To pinned under a grocery cart. You are there. You are all over it. Be like a superpower or something. I'll have a cape and everything, Cliff. I'll come over there and lift it up, and you'll be saved. Yeah, and no, no one wants. That. Thank me forever. Could you drop down and do forty push-ups no. for me, real quick? No, oh, good lord, no. Could you possibly no. do it? I'd give you a couple, but forty, no. Well, that's the new study out of Harvard. What's that? If you can do forty push-ups in a row, yeah. without stopping, yeah, that's a sign that you are very healthy. Okay. So you could do two, two. <laughs> You couldn't do 10? Probably not. See, that's where I have the advantage with short arms. Well, it's a shorter trip for you. That's exactly I mean, right. The up and down process is, you know, shorter for you. It's quick so, for me, yes, yeah. the up and down process. Now, I could eat an entire bag of Grippos if you wanted me to. <laughs> but that's not a sign of being in good health. No, but not a lot of people can do that. I'm talking that big bag that comes in the box. Oh. I can do that. You can do that. I can eat one of those. Still not a sign of healthy, being healthy. I can eat a quart of uh, ice cream at one setting without actually getting out of breath. <laughs> Once again, not a sign to be... See, all of this stuff that you're naming is a sign that your lifestyle is unhealthy. As opposed to being able to drop and give me 40. I'll just invest in a defibrillator. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Weed, it's likely I'm going to regret this story by the time I get to the end. But as I have said about other issues, there is, after all, a need for the public to know. So here goes.
Season's gearing up for college lacrosse all around the country, and in fact, the Wheaton College Lions will play their first game of the season tomorrow. But there's one player on the team who, although he'll warm up, won't be able to take the field. Alex Chu, like most freshman college athletes, looking to get as much playing time as possible, but he likely never realized this would be the thing that's going to keep him off the field. Because... He's got a big head, and no one can find a helmet big enough to fit him. In high school, he wore a helmet made by a local manufacturer that fused the front and the back of two different helmets. But this is the NCAA, and only NCAA-approved headgear is permitted. There are two manufacturers of NCAA-approved lacrosse helmets. One of them has already said it's going to be cost-prohibitive to retool their production line to make one big-ass helmet for one guy. The team, college, and family now in negotiations with the other. You could have made a lacrosse your sport, <laughs> couldn't you, Cliff? Thanks. Huh? Yeah, thanks. Appreciate that. Yeah. And a text from my mom in three, two, one. <laughs> she wishes somebody could have helped her years ago, too, I'm sure. Well, Cliff, I have fantastic news to anyone who's listening who has a significant other yeah. that snores every night. Okay. There's a cure. There is a cure. There's that, a cure for snoring. Yes. A cure that is permanent. And I'll bet you yeah. that anyone whose significant other snores every night, that you have laid there in bed and thought hundreds and hundreds of times over and over, yeah. you wish you could do that to them. <laughs> and now... The doctor does. It's FDA approved it is. to do. <laughs> well, Cliff, here's the good news. Please, if tell us. you have someone who snores in your life, Yes. and I'm pretty sure this technique I'm going to describe for you okay. was used as a torture during the Middle Ages. <laughs> I'm pretty sure of it. What is it? The FDA wants you to stick a red hot probe up their nose. Well, not you personally. <laughs> they want medical professionals to do it. Okay. A company called... Aaron Medical okay. created these probes, yeah. and they heat them up to 140 degrees, okay. and then they jam them up in your nose. So the cure for snoring is to shove a red-hot poker in your nose. That's exactly right. <laughs> yes. Do you have to leave it there, or can you take it out? Uh, they'll what let, happens? They'll take it out whenever okay. it's time. All right. But they give you a little anesthesia first. But um, Yes. <laughs> they say it works by the probe attacking the swollen nasal tissues that you have. And they burn those tissues up for a few seconds, and you're cured for the rest of your life. No really? more snoring. That's okay. what they're claiming. Okay. I looked this up, Cliff. Yeah. You can go to their yeah. website and yeah. type in mm -hmm. your zip code for the local doctor that can do it. Okay. The closest I found was in New Albany. Oh, okay. If I thought I could breathe long enough to do get there, I would do this myself right now. <laughs> I would let them stick probes up my nose. And there's the text message. Yeah. Does it hurt? They're putting a red hot probe up your nose. <laughs> yes, it hurts. It's got to hurt. It's going to really hurt. That's why they give you that anesthetic stuff. And they give you painkillers afterwards. painkillers. Because there's a red hot probe <laughs> up your, your nose. And if it's burning the flesh inside of your nose, you're going to smell that for a good while. Yes. <laughs> but I guarantee you... Anyone who's been around a snorer 
Yeah. Has thought many times. I, like I had to shove a red hot poker up that nose. Yes. Good lord, that's loud. Yes. And now it's yeah. FDA approved. <laughs> so you got you got that going for you. Now, please, take those bad thoughts you're having and you're texting into us and put them behind your back. What are you talking about? We're not recommending that tonight you get a red-hot poker and shove it up your loved one's nose because they're <laughs> snoring. No, no. Not you, at all. You have to have specific medical training in order to shove a red-hot poker up someone's nose. You know, it's a talent I wish I had. <laughs> I don't really want to know why, frankly. I just wish I could... Shove something up people's noses. <laughs> and Cliff, what? Someone texted in and said, yeah. "I think I'll just stick with my CPAP machine." And I'm thinking, Brian, well, you have to do the CPAP machine every night, every night, every single night, as opposed to this pr- treatment that you only have to do once, one time. And it's entirely possible it would help you breathe better during the daytime. If your nasal passages are swollen, shoving a red hot poker up your nose would, in fact. Make them smaller so you could breathe better during the day and sleep better. Only one time. That's it. It's kind of like getting a vasectomy. Well, no, no. <laughs> you only have to do that one time. Well, there's not a red-hot poker involved, is there? <laughs> yeah, kind of, actually. There is. Oh. Okay. All right. I don't know what I'm talking about then. Sorry. Well, at 4.30 this morning, I received the text message informing me that they are on the way, Cliff. With a due date at the end of business tomorrow. And I'm excited about it. What are you talking? What's on the way? The morning road show. Yeah. Coasters. You thought I was kidding. (laughs) We really got some coasters. Those coasters. Yes. You actually ordered those. I did. It has our it has our mugs right there on the coasters. I guess they do. It's the way I ordered them. I I haven't seen them yet. (laughs) I mean that was the specifications. Yes. I didn't. I mean, I didn't know you actually came to an agreement with the company that, you know, have them printed. I knew you were talking about doing this and doing that, and you'd send some stuff back and forth, graphics. I didn't know it was all done. Yes, it's all done. Okay. It's in the can. Yeah. I must say, Cliff. Yeah. I don't think I'm stretching it too far when I say mm-hmm. the limited edition morning roadshow coasters. Well, limited edition, huh? Yes. And that's not what, an exaggeration what? either. <laughs> What makes you think they're limited edition? Because it's all I could afford. (laughs) So I could buy a bunch of them. Limited edition by the fact that you just couldn't afford to buy very many. My funds are limited, yes. (laughs) And so what we're wanting is we'll do this on Friday. We'll give away the very first one. Yeah, one. One. Well, they're limited editions. (laughs) We want you, our wonderful (laughs) listener, to come up with some... Okay. Unique, creative way. All right. To either display or destroy. Display or destroy. Our morning road show coaster. (laughs) Now, we want Uh, pictures of this, Cliff. We don't want to take your word for it. Not that we think you'd pull our leg. Yeah. But we want to see pictures of what you've done with the morning road show coaster. What do you think? Okay. Friday morning, we're going to give you the first opportunity to uh, get one of these. Assuming, of course... Everything goes right with the shipping on these limited edition Weed and Cliff coasters. Yes, I hope they're bubble wrapped yeah. so they don't get broken. Well, they're in coasters. Transit. Well, they're coasters. <laughs> they're eye appealing. I will say that, Cliff. Well, as eye appealing as your face or mine could possibly be. And a couple of things, Cliff. We don't want uh, 
We don't want any harm to happen to anyone with but, these uh, silly coasters. <laughs> because not we, that they're dangerous. They're not dangerous but at all. The things that someone might decide to do them, do to them, could be dangerous. Yes, when you send a text message yeah. saying that you can't wait to get one, yes, you've already bought the gadgets for it over the weekend. <laughs> Makes me pause a little bit what the gadgets are that you had to acquire over the yeah. weekend for this silly coaster. Yeah. And the other one, Cliff, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of nice. Yeah. Someone texted in saying, yeah. I'll take one of those because over the weekend, we're going to go to Wildlife in Need. Okay. And I could get your coaster towed by a sloth. Or butt stamped by a monkey. Butt stamped by a monkey. Yes, but I'm not so sure we want that back. No, you can keep it. Yes. Picture will be fine. Yes. You don't have to bring it back. Yes, you don't have to bring it back. But that's a pretty good idea right there, and it's very creative, and, Cliff. And as always, no, it's absolutely creative. And as always, as much fun as we have, there's always that one detractor. You remember the one about if it's got Cliff's head on it, it's really more of like a TV tray than a coaster. I mean, come on, really? Well... Really? Was that necessary? I was. No, I didn't even play it back because I, I didn't want you to be upset about it. But I it. heard it anyway. I did have the volume up a little, didn't I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> well, they're not gigantic size coasters. No, and now. my head's not that big. Seriously. Yes. Years ago, she was called America's favorite redhead. Lucille Ball. Yes. Hmm. But I found out on our Take It to the Bank today, Cliff, yes. a shocking fact about Lucille Ball that I'm willing to bet none of our 11 listeners have ever heard about. Really? Yes. Okay. It involves her grandfather mm-hmm. and her yeah. and not knowing what you're doing when you join <laughs> up. That'll be our Take It to the Bank this right. morning on the Morning Road Show. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. This is kind of sad, Cliff, a little bit if you think about it. Okay. Lucille Ball yeah. registered with the Communist Party in 1936. <laughs> wow. That's right. Who knew? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then a couple of decades later, yeah. she swore in front of Congress that she didn't know what it was and only did it because her grandfather was a big socialist. That was like when the, those McCarthy hearings were going on, right? When everyone was scared of communism. Yes. Almost. I mean, not that you couldn't be or shouldn't be, but... Right. But, almost, but everyone was. Almost cost a career right there. Wow. She said, well, my grandfather. Oh, that's right. Because if you oh, yeah. if you didn't do what she did or if you refused to answer or whatever, I mean, you were blacklisted. And that was it. It didn't work. Yes. I never would have so, thought of that from... Certainly not. Never. But mm. all of that you can take to the bank because all of it is true. Cliff, this text message we received is brilliant with just a sprinkle of evil inside of it. And I like that about that text message. I okay. like that. All right. This uh, texting fo- person says, I'm going yeah. to laminate your coasters if I get one. Okay. And then I'm going to take markers, and I'm going to make you guys look like whatever it is in my mind at that uh, time I want you to no, look that's, like. That's like, that's frightening, frankly. Because basically it turns the coasters into like... um. A voodoo doll. It does kind me. of. Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> you know, and it's just one step to go from a marker to like, I don't know, a pocket knife where you're stabbing us. I'm not sure I like this idea, or you, frankly. Or you take it to a seamstress and yeah. have her make little voodoo dolls of yeah. us. And <laughs> then you're poking pins at us. That's and, exactly right. I don't like that sprinkle of evil now that you <laughs> brought that up, Cliff. Not at all. Cliff, anything said today? Oh, yeah. Phrases of the day start with number three. No one can find a helmet big enough to fit him. 
not a proud moment there for me today. Number two, shove a red hot poker up your nose. Cure your snoring. But the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, it's what may happen to our coasters, the Weed and Cliff posters, which are coasters that we'll soon have. Butt stamped by a monkey. Yes. <laughs> oh. Proud moment there, huh? Yeah, for both of us. Yes. You're right. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.